Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 21st, 2019. Strong hand. Long-term thinking. Offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Okay. Authentic conviction. Check out all the links below. You can get a t-shirt like this from All Good Lab. Yeah, those hipsters in uh, New York. I'll be back on the East Coast pretty in a week. Right now, I'm on the West Coast still in Los Angeles, California. So follow me on Twitter at TechBot. I've been tweeting out a lot uh, tonight. Uh, I was asleep for a lot of the day. Long story. I was up very late last night. Uh, anyway, follow me at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, DisruptMeister.com, Bitcoin Meister on Steemit. So what do we have here first? John Carvalho, Bitcoin Error Log, has a great tweet out there. And I retweeted it. I know it, I didn't join Bitcoin to recreate to recreate the world we already have. Temptation to act out of habit is everywhere. But please don't be enamored by recent rash of service offer by the recent rash of services offering incentives to hold your Bitcoin for you or stabilize it or lend it, etc. Great point, dude. Yeah, there is temptation out there to act out of habit. You know, your habit was putting your money in the bank, lending lending your uh, Bitcoin for interest, getting interest on your Bitcoin. But uh, no, he says, don't don't be enamored by the recent rash of services offering those incentives, those old school incentives. I, I love it. I love that he's pointing that out. You know, a lot of people got uh, caught up in this and, and are still caught up in, hey, a Bitcoin savings account. They're going to give me 6%. No, I'm with uh, I'm with Bitcoin error log on this one. Pound that like button. I want to talk about Wasabi Wallet one of these days. I got I to gotta tell you, Matt O'Dell and all those dudes really praise it for its privacy. I don't have it. I haven't looked into it. People have asked me about it, but I just wanted to mention it in the middle of the show. Speaking of, uh, it's something. It's it's something that helps with privacy. Apparently, um, if you want to, I mean, if you're into not anyone knowing how much Bitcoin you have or where your Bitcoin came from, look into that. I haven't looked into it. So Matt O'Dell, but I will look into it one of these days because it's a wallet that's on your phone. I don't have a phone. All right. I think it's on your phone, at least. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt O'Dell does have a tweet about Mexico. Oh, this is, is this the new China? Is Mexico the new China? No, it's not, actually. Um, people will not panic sell over this Mexican news, but it's unfortunate for people in Mexico, though. Okay. Matt says, we'll own... This is only going to hurt the average Mexican, this news, and be ineffective long term. The Mexican Central Bank, acting under authority from a recently enacted fintech law, proposed new regulations last week that would effectively ban cryptocurrency exchanges in the country. Each. I mean, 
Now, that's definitely a step back. While other countries have crypto exchanges, Mexico doesn't want them. Well, we'll see how that works out for you. And here's a tweet that uh, from another guy that says, Banxico, which is the uh, national, which is the bank of, of Mexico, just like the Fed, uh, looking to the central bank of Mexico, uh, looking to ban crypto exchanges for Mexico for Mexicans precisely when the worst part of the bear cycle is over um, is indicative of mostly one thing. They are complete noobs. Yeah, um, they probably have no idea what they're talking about at all. Um, and they're in panic, some type of weird panic mode. I mean, they, they've got a new socialist government down there too. This probably has something to do with it. Again, I feel bad for the Mexicans. Um, that they're not going to be able to, if this goes through, they're not going to have any, a, a local exchange, but they'll find a way. Mexicans will find a way. I know Daniel will find a way. Um, and he's a good guy. And uh, this is not final tweet about Mexico, just so everyone remains calm in, in the rest of the world. Mexico is looking to ban crypto exchanges. A terrible idea. One, will seriously impede any chance Mexico has of competing in crypto globally. Two, doesn't allow their citizens, businesses to take part in the technology. Yep. And then those same bureaucrats will be uh, blaming all their problems on capitalism. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, this is, uh, this, this is a restriction on their people. And uh, yeah, it will seriously impede any chance of Mexico competing. Or, you know, th this is a time that countries should be making it easy for cryptocurrencies to flourish in their countries. And the ones who make it hard in the don't have the long-term thinking, they're going to get punished in the long term. They'll, they'll stay developing countries and countries that uh, take no personal responsibility and just bl blame capitalism or blame the United States. This will somehow get blamed in the United States. And in 20 years, when Mexico is like a backwater for crypto, uh, they'll just blame the United States. But hopefully it won't be a backwater for crypto. Hopefully they won't ban exchanges and hopefully they'll get, they'll turn around and think straight. All right. Bitcoin magazine has an article that, uh, that talks about something I talked about yesterday and it does a better job so you can read it. It says lightning labs just released the alpha version of a new protocol called lightning loop designed to give users the ability to deposit and withdraw Bitcoin from their payment channels without closing these channels entirely. Read the article if you want to understand that. That is linked to below. And uh, also elaborating on some news yesterday, Breaker Magazine says Jack Dorsey Square will fund open source crypto developers. And the article just, um, it, it, it's a much better explanation uh, of uh, the situation with Jack Dorsey and Square and his his new project and compares it to how, how it's different than what the people at Facebook want to do. Facebook wants, wants, wants their own coin, wants their own, they want to keep everything with them. He's got open source solution here. Uh, and uh, so check, check that out uh, below, below, pound that like button, also. Okay, and remember people, tomorrow is This Week in Bitcoin show, 3 p.m. Los Angeles time, 6 p.m. New York time. Uh, we're going to have – who is going to be on tomorrow? I've got uh, – Ken, Ken is going to be on. VJ is going to be on. And uh, 
uh, my, my buddy from Australia is going to be on, uh, what's his name? Hass McCook. So check that. And it'll be, it'll be Saturday morning in uh, Australia. It'll be 9 a.m. in the morning in Sydney. So you guys in, in Australia are going to wake up with a treat. One of your uh, country's uh, great Bitcoiners will be on the This Week in Bitcoin show. So again, check that out. 3 p.m. Los Angeles time, 6 p.m. New York time on Friday, which is pretty soon. All right. Anti-FUD here. Oh, I love this anti-FUD from Alistair Milne. Um, what's he got to say here? It's a tweet. And yeah, this is a way, for, this is, hang on a second. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta one sec. God, I had a little itch there, didn't I? All right, so this tweet is uh, from Alistair Milne, and he says, everyone is talking about the 140,000 Bitcoin potential sell side pressure for the Mt. Gox coin redistribution to creditors. Absolutely no one is talking about the $627 million being distributed to creditors who may then decide to buy more Bitcoin. Pound that like button, dude. That is the way you go anti-FUD on all those Mt. Gox FUDsters that are talking about, well, they're giving all these got people are going to get their Mt. Gox coins back and then they'll just sell them. First of all, if you were an old school Bitcoin dude from 2013, you, you probably value your wealth in Bitcoin more than the average dude, and you're probably going to keep your Bitcoin. But some of the people are going to get their Bitcoin back. Some of the people are going to get their money back, apparently. And yeah, a lot of those people use their money to buy Bitcoin. So it's, this is a positive. So yeah, don't don't when you guys hear the news about these this coin distribution from the whole Mt. Gox situation, which is now almost six years old. Wow, I've been in this thing for a long time, haven't I? Uh, just just think about uh, it as a positive. Every net so-called negative situation can be looked at in a positive light also. And of course, if you think of it as in a negative light, it's just a bump in the road, dudes. Uh, and again, it's it's played, this FUD has been played out, but I, I do, I give Alistair all the credit in the world for, for turning it into anti-FUD. And you guys can do that with other FUD situations too. Just turn it into anti-FUD. There's always a, a positive side. Okay. The great Luverado sent me uh, Bitcoin via Cointigo. And I retweeted the tweet where he mentioned it. This Cointigo thing is very interesting. It's very interesting, dudes. Try it out. Cointigo. Uh, it, it, it's a way, I mean, I, the way I, I, what I've heard is it was a way to send Bitcoin into Venezuela. And I think I can see how you can do that. Um, you can send it to anyone that's got a phone number or got a, uh, a Twitter account. And he he demonstrated it there. So you guys, if you want to do that, I'm TechBall on Twitter. You can send me Bitcoin. Uh, there's other cryptocurrencies that you can send also. I know B Private's one. I think Litecoin's one. I, I, I don't even know. They've, they've got a few, but def definitely Bitcoin. So keep on experimenting. I, I love the experimentation and the people being in motion. Speaking about exp experimentation and, and speaking about Lightning Network, which we were talking about earlier in the show, MicroLancer. So every once in a while, I see like new people following me on Twitter and I just check out who, who are these people? Why, why the heck do they want to follow the uh, Bitcoin Meister? And uh, this one, MicroLancer.io, and it's micro-task freelancing 
powered by Bitcoin and Lightning Network. So you go to their site and they've got these little tasks that, and you get paid in uh, via the Lightning Network. It's it's pretty cool. And yeah, you know, it seems simple right now, but this could be something. And I, I like the concept of micro tasks. I mean, I, that, that's always been one of the uh, interesting aspects of Bitcoin. Once they were able to break it down into very small uh, amounts, thanks to the Lightning Network, that you're going to be able to make these micro payments. And now there'll be micro, what's it, micro uh, tasks that you can do. Hey, hey, yeah, why not earn a Satoshi or two? You know, that respect the money, as I uh, have said in my uh, previous videos. Respect the money. By the way, speaking of, in Los Angeles, I thought when I'm running around I, this trip, I have found quite a few qu quarters on the ground. I don't know what's up. I think a, a few times it might just be some psychotic people uh, that, that are given money and then they just throw their money into the street. I mean, literally, there are – there's some there's some whack jobs out there definitely. Also, there are a lot of those scooters out there, or whatever those uh, bird uh, things. It's working. All right, that's your Los Angeles uh, moment of the, the the day from Adam. Pound that like button. Hey, but again, I I love being in LA when you're not in the uh, when you're not in the entertainment industry and you're just like hearing all of it in the background. It's hilarious because you can enjoy the nice weather, but you don't get to like worry about what you have to do to Harvey Weinstein in order to like succeed in the world or whatever. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I, I would not want to be in the entertainment industry, which actually puts you into like the service industry. You end up working at a cafe. And uh, anyway, it, it's a, it's a beautiful town. Um, the weather's beautiful. It actually rained a little today. Okay. Uh, moving on, moving on. And, and dudes, if you're in the entertainment industry, combine it with crypto somehow. Diversify in the crypto. Protect yourselves. Protect yourselves from uh, those predators out there. So, okay, I talked about uh, this week in Bitcoin, which is oh, tomorrow is so soon, so soon. And today was Purim. I saw some uh, some kids dressed up. That was that was beautiful to see, and it was great to hear the Megillah this morning. But then I I, let, oh, I had to go to sleep afterwards. And, my schedule is so crazy today. New York Mag, New York Magazine online has a. Uh, they're talking about the Ther the Theranos or Theranos documentary that came out. I didn't see it, um, but what they did talk about, a, a lot of people were talking about. Tim Draper was in it, and he's a he's an early Bitcoin investor. People were ripping on him for buying a bunch of Bitcoin back in 2014 for probably six hundred dollars each. Oh man. The rich get richer and the uh, fudsters just make up more excuses. Uh, again, he's a long-term thinker and he's wearing a Bitcoin tie in this documentary. And everyone is, is talking about his Bitcoin tie. Some people are ripping on him because he's wearing a Bitcoin tie. I love it. I love that he was wearing a purple Bitcoin tie in a, in a documentary that had nothing to do with Bitcoin. He's worn it on Fox News apparently before. And again, you know, this is what I do. I mean, I wear Bitcoin T-shirts everywhere. I mean, as you see, every single day I'm wearing another Bitcoin T-shirt. And I, I'm, when I'm running, when I'm uh, well, not all the time when I'm running, because I sometimes I'm wearing some nasty old T-shirts. But sometimes I'll be a Bitcoin T-shirt. I'll be wearing. But um, you know, when I'm out in the town, you'll see me in my Bitcoin T-shirt. When I'm at synagogue in the morning, I got a Bitcoin T-shirt on sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's I, I he's he's doing what I do. We spread the word and. Uh, that's some uh, guerrilla marketing there by uh, Tim, and I think it, I think it gets more people 
aware of Bitcoin, makes them feel a bit more comfortable with Bitcoin than some of the people talking like technical technical mumbo jumbo. Now, again, there, there comes a time when you got to talk your tech talk out there, but it can be intimidating. Wearing a purple tie is not intimidating it, it, and wearing a T-shirt is not intimidating and it's spreading the word. So, uh, yeah, I love that Tim Draper is wearing a purple Bitcoin tie and I love that some people are hating on him, but I know that the, the majority of people are like, well, what is this? This guy's a rich dude. He's a venture capital dude. Why is he wearing a Bitcoin uh, tie? So good job, Tim Draper. Keep spreading the word. Keep on, uh, keep on uh, talking about Bitcoin. He, he's a great uh, promoter of Bitcoin. All right, that is the end of the show. Tune in tomorrow, This Week in Bitcoin on this very channel. I do a new show here every single day, but only on Fridays is This Week in Bitcoin. And this week at 6 p.m. New York time. So pound that like button, bang that bell button, subscribe to the channel, uh, and also follow me on Twitter at TechBot. Click on those squares right now if you're watching this tape. Get the T-shirts, the Trezor, all that good stuff. I will say hi to all you dudes in the chat. Bye-bye.